Dear Harrison, I woke up early on the 1st of June to watch the men take down Lone Pine. I drove down the packed dirt of the mountain road to the top of the steep hill where the dirt turns into pavement. I could see the whole town from there. There was the town hall, the general store, the elementary school I went to, houses, churches, the library, the river. And at the bottom of that steep hill was Lone Pine, a tree so huge that anyone making a left turn had to stretch in their seat to peer around it for oncoming traffic. And, you know, most towns here seem to have things like a general store and a school and a town hall. But nowhere else had a tree like this. It stood there, a tall sentinel for the mountain village, the way a lighthouse keeps watch over the breaking waves on the shore of a coastal town. It was there on my way to school every day as a kid. I would look at it as we passed and think about how great it would be if there was a swing hanging from this big bent branch it had about 20 feet up. One day, when I was in first grade, a woman from the Historical Society came and told my class about the history of our town. I was probably wearing a corduroy skirt and my purple sneakers. The woman showed us black and white photographs of town, and in one from the 1800s, there was Lone Pine. The very same Lone Pine I'd seen on the way to school that day, only smaller. And right then, in that moment, I understood what history was. That morning, on the 1st of June, I drove down the hill and pulled into the general store. The men and their machinery were in the parking lot by the gas pump, setting up. They had trucks and a crane, and the sun glinted off the metal like the sharp lights of a movie set. I got a cup of coffee at the general store and took it across the street to stand in the dirt parking lot by the town hall. I wasn't the only one there. A handful of people had showed up to stand in the dirt at 7 in the morning and watch the men take down Lone Pine. There was Parky, the landscaper, who told me that years ago, trees like this had been planted along the whole street. That was back in the days before it was paved, back when there were no electric lights in the houses or gas pumps at the general store. One by one, those trees were cut down, and Lone Pine was the only one left. And now they were putting in a sidewalk, and it had to come down. There was also an old man standing next to me who wore no shoes. I'd seen him around. He never wore shoes. I took a sip of coffee and glanced at his feet. They were old and bent. I wanted to take off my shoes. Then a chainsaw roared, and everyone turned to watch the men take down Lone Pine. They cut the trunk halfway up, and the crane carried the top part away, slowly, through the blue sky and across the bright face of the sun. Then they cut the second half. Then it was over. Lone Pine was gone. They would grind the stump later. Lone Pine was a white pine, which is good to use for building and mulch and the masts of sailing ships. Its wood is soft and pale. A man in town milled Lone Pine into long boards with live edges and sold them to benefit the library. I got one. And now it's a desk where I'm sitting and writing to you. Yours, Anna.